Bonjour and hello everyone. Welcome to Queer French Farmhouse, the podcast about being queer as an expat, living in France and renovating a house or, in my case, half a chateau. You guys... Welcome back to the podcast. It's another week and another week has passed in the chateau. And today and this week I would like to talk about just doing things and especially about like setting up a business in a foreign country and how you can go about and how you deal with all the emotions that also come in between and how what what your motivation in general is for moving to a different country. So, because I find, and I'm diving right deep in there, um, that sometimes people think they might move somewhere else, which doesn't even have to be like a foreign country. It can also be like a different city inside your country of residence. And you think that maybe your problems won't travel with you. But I can assure you that they will. <laughs> your baggage is your baggage and it will be your baggage whether you're in rural France and it will probably keep up with you and it will probably even get worse here talking through the eyes of someone living in a rural area where you actually like have the time to also just concentrate on yourself you know it's like in, when you're in a city you have distractions you have lots of other people you have lots of things that to do you have um, lots of visual context lo lots of things that you have to look at like advertisements all these kinds of things you know you don't have that in a rural setting it's you have the nature which is so much more easy on the eyes your eyes don't need to analyze letters all the time it's Yeah, it's different. So you actually have the time to think about yourself and actually like kind of come to terms with yourself. Maybe maybe that's a good kind of like good um, description of it. So, um, <clears throat> but let me roll back and give you some maybe some advice or just like a bit of my my story along here. Um, so I, if you haven't known, if you're new to the podcast, I run a bed and breakfast in rural France, as you've also might have heard in the intro, and um, I've just opened up my bed and breakfast this week. Monday was the opening. I didn't have anyone staying Monday, but Tuesday I had guests, and right now I'm also having guests um, who are staying for two nights. So um, it's been quite the journey to get here. Not only have I renovated a whole floor inside the house and like done a few tweaks to the downstairs and to my bedroom, but mostly I've been con concentrated on the three guest rooms that I have upstairs in my second floor, right under the roof. And I've been building bathrooms. I've been setting up things so that I can host guests And they have a nice time. They all have their own bathroom. They have nice... Excuse me. They have nice beds. They have, like, all amenities they need. Kind of, like, creating something that I would... Creating an environment where I would feel 
nice and welcome and you know it's it's the only thing you can do basically you can go from yourself and try to figure out from there what people might want and then like absolutely listen to people and um be open about their ideas about their inputs so yeah that's what i've been basically trying to achieve so um it's been it's been quite the journey until now and um Yeah, I think I think it's it's really important to before you even go on that journey, before you even decide like to set up something, is to f inform yourself about things, you know? <clears throat> Especially if you are in a foreign country. In a foreign country, although and I'm I'm in Europe basically, which uh, there there's European regulations and there's the regulations of each country that's within the European Union but um, that can also vary a lot actually like laws can can vary quite a lot and all these things so uh, it's really important to kind of inform yourself about the the country's laws about habits about like how do I how do I go about setting up a business what are the steps that I need to need to do in order to actually like open up something and what are the requirements how how do i need to adapt to this new kind of life and also i've i've set up businesses in before in germany as well and i've run three businesses and they've been all like freelance artist businesses they've been i've been a yoga teacher as my own business and so, so it all requires kind of a bit of a different skill set, but I do understand that in the very beginning, and do understand me that it's every time, every time you start something new, especially when it's a business, then you'll be confused because it's you're doing it for the first time, and yes, you will get you, you will get a bit more knowledgeable. Once you have set up a few businesses, but with every business comes a different thing, different regulations, different laws might be adapted to that business. Um, so, yeah, just it always feels overwhelming in the very beginning because you're not really sure. Um, do I need to like get this form? Do I need to get that form? So it's really important to do your research, you know, just sit down kind of like, or talk to someone. If, if you know someone who's done a similar thing, like talk to them or like just read, like I've done this, like in France, actually, I have to say, if you, if you are in France or if you're trying to like open up a business in France in the future somewhere, The French government has a really good site. It's an information site of the French government, and it's in French and English even. So, um, in case you don't understand, I mean the English translations sometimes are a bit like eh, wonky, but you get the gist. And um, if you speak French, then actually, like, I would have to, I say that I understand most of it, like when I read it in French. So. Um, it's fine if you if you can get 
buy with your French in France, probably you'll be fine with um, with reading all through this and reading through the requirements and everything. Maybe you'll have to reread some some parts, but um, and it's really informative. It's really intuitive. You just type in the topic you're searching for. And you get all like different laws, all of different regulations, tips on how to set up um, certain businesses, on what to do, what your steps are. If you're inside the European Union, there's also a European Union website that is basically made for citizens of the European Union who want to get things done. It's basically like how to buy a property there and there or how to um, register a car in that country and things like this. So, so it's really this, this is also a really, really good site to, to check out. Um, and um, I'll, I'll leave you all the links for those websites um, in the description box below or in the show notes, um, as they're called in the podcast. And you can check them out. They're like they're like France specific, but um, If, if you're into that, then uh, it's definitely gonna gonna be uh, quite good to know about all these things. Well, and that opens up a new door. It's the in, it's the in interaction in a different language, and I've had this uh, and I've had this now with my very first book booking. My very first booking, or most of my bookings, are French people. So I was really anxious about that. I was so anxious about like people coming and like being rude about my French or being like you know like that they don't understand me or that there will be any sort of problems or that I won't understand them I have to say and probably I mean the situations will come it's the very first week so I'm also being very reluctant here with giving out like all this uh, all this advice so don't don't really take it take it like you know it's 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 an experience let's say let's put it that way so um I've been able to interact quite well with people I mean My French, I would say, is like a quite. A, I can I can have small little conversations. Will I be able to write a dissertation in French? No way. But I actually am able to have a bit of a conversation with people. I can explain myself. I mean, I still do make a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. My French is nowhere near where it should be, or where I want it to be. You know. Um, But I think it's it's fair enough, you know, to have this business and to understand people and make myself understandable. And I do have the ambition to learn the language I'm learning every day. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really wanting, like, because for me it's also like I've moved to a different country and I want to interact in the language of the country, you know, it's like... And I came here and I already knew French. It's like I had high school French. So um, it, it was there. I could understand people. I could understand like the gist of conversations and everything. But it, it has gotten so much better already just by living here, by interacting with people and by also putting myself into situations that maybe are a bit overwhelming sometimes because um, we've had like dinners or get-togethers just in French. Um, my boyfriend and me with like different people and 
my head is aching after that because it you really have to process especially if there's like more people if there's like four or five people and they all kind of talk and then you're like kind of like filtering out you you're still like semi translating in your head and then you're putting together your sentences and you're just like oh, i'm sorry that i'm so slow and like you know but like people do really appreciate if you if you if you talk in um french and if they if nobody has to translate you know and um so I do my from my experience it's been it's been very very well received that um, you're trying and you're trying to learn the language and and people will help you a lot actually and I think I think also one of the points of like setting up a business in a foreign country or setting up a business anywhere um, is to be open-minded. You know, things are not gonna go the way you plan you you've planned them and. I am. I love organizing. I love planning. And um, but I do understand that it's not always that way. And sometimes it just doesn't work. You know. Sometimes it's just it just all goes to shits, and you have to start from scratch, or you have to take a different approach and. You know, I think I think that's the that's the that's what has gotten me through life so far. And I've been, I've basically half of my working life so far has been freelancing, or longer than half actually. So I've been freelancing almost ten years now, and um, I have to say that I think like being open-minded and being a sort of chameleon and adapting to situations has really helped me with my businesses and really helped me to to yeah have my always a foot in the door and to always kind of like adapt to the situation so that I can I can still like go on and and finding ways to making it making it work and I think that's that's the most important piece of advice that I can actually give to young entrepreneurs or to people who want to set up any kind of business it's like really just do it it's it's a matter of actually gaining experience not necessarily having it right before because also every each business each enterprise is going to be so different from one another so let's say I've I've done the yoga teaching. I've done professional dancer. I've done professional choreographer, um, and I've done website builder. So, um, but it, yeah, parts of each thing will help me with another thing, but it won't be exactly the same. You know, it's like all my experience especially human interaction experience is absolutely flowing into this project and this project is also like you know it's i think and i do really believe that if you set your mind to a thing without being naive about it you know i'm not i'm not saying like be blue-eyed be be naive like just just run into the open life you know it's like i do not believe that i believe that you have to be organized and i believe that you have to have to know what you're doing you know it's like in order to succeed you have to be willing to put in the work because if you just do it but you're not willing to put in the work and put in 
in the beginning lots of free work then being an entrepreneur is definitely not for you you will you will be miserable you won't be you won't find freelancing freeing you'll actually find that it's pure stress and um yeah so so i think i think don't be naive about it like look at it but don't don't also be don't lose the dreamy side you know don't lose the little kid that says like oh i really want to do this because then you won't have to drive you know it's it's a balance act it's it's a balance between being being naive enough to follow your dream and being realistic enough to know what you need to do to achieve it you know and the in between i think like everything in life everything is a balance you know and i think if you manage this balance and you won't you won't manage it all the time i'm a huge dreamer i have like i've had wildest dreams of things to do or things like how things can turn out and everything and i think but dreams keep you going you know dreams are like the motor of things it's like they keep you motivated because without that you will lose motivation very quickly as well um but yeah i do believe if you set your mind to a goal you are going to achieve it because you're going to do anything that's possible in in your means to achieve this goal and yes there are certain goals that require different different things different different qualities yes absolutely but also you can acquire these qualities to achieve that certain goal you know it's i've put myself like i was really late in ballet school i was the oldest of my class in ballet school um and i was 21 when i graduated from ballet school where everyone else around me was like 18 or 19 but i set myself up to do it and to i really really wanted to dance i wanted to be a professional dancer and i really wanted to be a ballet dancer and um i just made it work i mean yes i i have never achieved the greatness i could have never been like a first soloist i'm realistic about that not going to happen uh, or, or it didn't happen you know at least in classical dance in contemporary dance is something different um but in classical dance i was just missing those years you know i started when i was 15 late 15 um and i've just i just missed about five years of education five years of my body being trained to sustain the technique and the rigor of ballet um, which I'm not saying like some people can do it, but they also mostly I've seen people who started late, but they had really great bodies that could that that were supporting this. You know, they had nice turnout, beautiful legs and feet, like all these things were there already. The body was there to sustain the rigor and the technique of ballet of classical dance so that's that's a whole different story but um for me it's like i had i had okay feet i had quite nice legs and 
but I, I wasn't super, super turned out, for example. Um, but I will never be. It's just like my hips. It's I can't break my hips, you know. It's 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 just what it is, and you need to accept it. And at one point, you you, when you're eighteen, you like you think you can you can break your hips literally, um, but at one point you get to to this age where you're accepting, you know, you're accepting like that it is what it is, and that's what I what I mean with being realistic and dreaming at the same time, you know. It's like be realistic about your goals, but also dream and and set set the goals high enough, you know, to um, yeah, just go for it. And yes, that's I think that's it for for this week. It's been it's been a crazy ride so far, and I've had my next guests right now. I'm uh, I'm still hosting them, and everybody's liking it so far. So um, it seems I'm doing an okay job <laughs> and if you would like to stay with me then you can find me on airbnb on booking.com on veg visits and i my books are open for next summer so if you ever think of spending a summer in the french countryside or part of your summer in the french countryside go on and uh, try to look for a room i have three rooms available or if you're coming with your whole family i can also accommodate like a whole floor and you can just book like the whole second floor that will also be possible and yes i'm hoping that you have a beautiful weekend and a beautiful next week and uh, thank you very much for listening please if you enjoy the podcast follow the podcast leave it a rating and yes tell all your friends and family about it because it's quite a lot of work for me as well and it, it really is nice if i if it pays off and yeah check out my instagram check out the show notes everything is there and i will talk to you next week Bisous et à bientôt from the southwest of France.